With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of I-70's Land Grant. Uh, oh, my gosh. Almost. Almost. <laughs> almost had it. My- Welcome back to Land Grant Holy Land's I-70 football show. As always, I'm your host, Jordan, and I'm here with Dante. How you doing, Dante? Tired. Very sleepy, but we gonna do it. We gonna, we gonna get through it. Uh, just to... I have to give this disclaimer to get uh, to go behind the curtain a little bit. This is our second episode we're recording today. We are about oh, let's see, eight days early from when this will drop. So we're doing this because I'm getting my wisdom teeth out, and I don't know if I will be able to speak on Sunday. On Probably the Sunday not. that we typically record this, because it'll only be a couple days afterwards. Uh, and this is week one preview, so it's not one that we could miss. You know, if this was like the middle of the summer, which is when I was supposed to get this done, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. So if we say anything in this that gets answered before this comes out, that's why. But at least you get to hear our thoughts about things. So, like, we're definitely probably going to mention the quarterback com- uh, competition at Michigan. I imagine that by the time this comes out, that that should be resolved. If it's not, that would be a little weird to go into game week without knowing who the quarterback is. Uh, but it doesn't matter. You know, we're, we're going to make it work. We're going to do what we got to do. The content's going to be the same. We just may be off on a little things like if, you know, someone gets injured or something like that. But <clears throat> our thoughts and feelings not going to change. Definitely wanted to get this out for you. Definitely want to talk about week one. Uh, so it's going to be fun. I mean, as we mentioned for us a couple hours ago, but for y'all a week ago, the rest mm. of this podcast is just all ball. Um, that's that's what we're here for. That's what we enjoy. Personally, the, the off season's a little draining, which is why there was a couple weeks without episodes, just because, you know, we had life going on. Or we, yeah. I mean, we can talk about anything, but we didn't want to sit here and BS y'all. I mean, there was a lot of podcasts where we barely talked about the Big Ten because it wasn't much going on. So now it is. Now now it's going to be all Big Ten. Season's starting up. Exactly. 
games, plays, reactions, yeah. scores. Yeah, real, real deal, real life stuff to talk about. Um, so before we get into the preview, uh, just for anyone that is new, how this show works. Each week, we drop this show on Monday during the season. It is a split recap preview show, which is why it drops on Monday. So we immediately recap the game the next day, uh, the games, uh, and then we preview a select few games for the next week. Um, we'll list, you know, we'll keep you updated on the schedule. We'll keep you updated on rankings. I do want to say early, I don't really put a whole lot of stock in rankings, especially early. So, um, like, we're going to talk about the AP ranking today, but I think it's terrible. But, like, it, it, it just is what it is. It is a little weird looking. Yeah, we do it because people are interested in it, but not because, like, we believe in it or, like, really follow it. Um, and then, as you know, as it gets closer, we'll switch to the playoff rankings and we'll start adding in that kind of stuff. We always have our pitch stops. But at a bare minimum, if there's no news that happens, nothing crazy, Bare minimum, you get a recap of the week before and a preview of the next week, and then we update you on the AP rankings and then the the, the rankings. So I hope that sounds good to y'all. We enjoy doing it. Y'all been listening this far unless it's your first episode. If it's your first episode, welcome. you should definitely go back. First of all, yes, welcome. We appreciate you. Uh, you should definitely go back to the last four as we preview yeah, the big yeah. and all of them. Obviously, you don't need to see those if you just want to see what happens in the game. But we, in, our, in my opinion, Dante's opinion, our humble opinion, we do a really good job of previewing the whole conference, which is why it's four episodes. No team is getting five minutes. We spend some time on them, you know, storylines, rosters, changes, coaches, all of that. So I, I think it's really good content to prepare you for the season if you haven't listened yet. Uh, and this is on Monday, so you've got a whole week to listen to that before the yep. games on Saturday. So you got time. Any initial thoughts about week one, the podcast, anything you want to tell the listeners before we get into this? Um. Uh, no, because we already promised we're going to do a better job this year anyway. So prepare for that us doing a better job and I think we've already started that off with our uh with our uh Big Ten preview for the different uh tiers like you were saying the past uh four episodes. I think we did we've done a better job with that. Um uh also be prepared if you're new, uh we might ramble. Yeah. We might Not ramble might, about things. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll ramble about things that have nothing to do <laughs> With football sometimes, uh, or even sports. So, yeah. <laughs> but we'll get back. We we we'll always get back on task because we're here to talk about Big Ten football. Um, that's about it. Oh, uh, week one, didn't we? I think we've already said this before, but like the beginning of the season has got more exciting games than it does later on. Yeah, it was, was <laughs> kind of weird, but it's like you know whatever. Yeah, week week one looks a little fun. Oh. Go ahead. Are you going to say something? No. I was going to say maybe maybe by the time we get to the middle of the season, then games will be interesting because of records. But right. so far, ugh. Yeah. On the outside looking at it, it's not great. The last two precursors that I got to give before we get into it, if you are new or if you don't remember, we rank every game. Not rank. Mm-hmm. We uh, pick every single game, 168 games. 12 games for 14 teams. We also then do, if any team is in the bowl game or the playoffs, we also do that as well. The thing that you all need to remember, so you don't think that we are flaking, we can change our mind in season, but it doesn't change 
our early predictions, so it doesn't change the contest. Right. So, like, if I picked, you know, if I picked Michigan to go ten and two or something like that, I think I did, and they start out zero and three. Oof. And I, I may go. I may come on here on the preview and say I think they're going to lose this game. But we're not cheating. We're not changing our original predictions. We stick to that. We tweak that out. We we we're bold. So I don't want nobody listening, especially if you have a good memory. I don't want nobody listening. Like no, 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 no. Three weeks ago, you said this. My opinion changed because I watched the games. But I'm sticking to what I said. Right. In the beginning of August, which right. is really terrible for us. <laughs> like most people who do like pick segments and stuff do it weekly. Right. No, no, no. We test our knowledge early and then we just recap it and see how it goes. Cause we still do. We still do it weekly. Yeah. It's just not, it doesn't count it's towards the competition. Yeah. Once you say it, you can't change your mind. Like right. you better we're done it. now. They're locked in. Cause uh, if we could change our mind, I think we would have changed our mind on Iowa. Well, if you see yeah. the one that's if you see the one that's pinned yeah. to my profile, I think we had Iowa at like seven wins. Yeah, and then the rest of the season we were just like, Ugh. we were just taking L after L after L after L. Just kept winning Iowa. games. It's just like, all right. I think Purdue was like that too. I'm yep. just like the L just kept racking up in the column. I'm just like, mm-hmm. man, I didn't Jesus. think it was gonna be that good. So, shouldn't have been. No, it shouldn't have been. Last thing before we get into this, because some of y'all already listen to us and we're just saying shit that you know. This is a pro Kent State podcast. <laughs> this is a Big Ten plus Kent State podcast. We have plus not Kent talked State. about Kent a lot intentionally, but once the games happen, it comes on. Me and Dante are both Kent State graduates, so we talk about Kent early and often. Yeah, uh, they might as well be on the show plan. They're not, but they might as well be because it just it just happens. So we can, you, we could add them to the to the schedule. <laughs> like how we could predict their schedule. Listen, don't don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. We might as well because we talk about them like every single week. And, I got I, I don't even know Kent State's schedule. I don't know. I already have them on here for this week though. Okay. Um, yeah. So Kent's not gonna be as fun because like four out of the first five games are losses. <laughs> they're playing. They're playing like your Ohio State's, Georgia's, Alabama, yeah. like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Wait. 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 I, I think I've seen. I think I've seen their schedule at least. Four, yeah. It's, it's evil. It's, rough. it's evil. <laughs> it That's... is rough. They're literally just—they're literally just hoping that nobody important gets injured. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I, I saw that and was like, why we? Why? What did we? What did we do? You want to know why? Because as soon as this season ends, we're gonna get a news release. Kent State football is building a new field house. Kent State football is renovating the stadium. It's gonna be something that they had planned. Then it's gonna be something. I don't even want to see like, the email, bro. <laughs> that money Just keep that, that away from me. That money going somewhere. We gonna see mm. it. Kent State football is getting new field turf. <laughs> Uh, 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 that's what it was. That's what that that evil schedule was about. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's just going to click one day like, mm. Mm, Right there. New lockers. They better not do new lockers, though. They did a new locker room when I was there. Um, they might do a new, a new like, workout facility. Yeah, they, they, could, they could up the weight room. Yeah. Definitely up like the... I mean... I don't know if they could expand it. I don't think they could tear it down. I don't think they have the money or the time for that. But they could. They need to redo the um, the indoor. But again, I don't know if they have the money or time for that. So they could at least maybe like expand it. There are things that they could do to invest mm-hmm. into the program for sure. But yeah, all that, all that, all that losing gonna come. 
going to come with all that money. I forgot. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Can't forget that. That's how it works. <laughs> so <clears throat> we, as Dante mentioned, we're going to try to get better. One way we're going to try to get better is make the show make sense. So yep. we're going to list the games in the beginning and then get into our preview because we used to do the preview first and then list the games. And then I'm like, oh, I already said that game. And then I got to remember what games I didn't say. And that's right. just not smart. So we're just going to go into that first. So week one, games start on Thursday. Oh, my God. I'm so ready for that. I like. I might call off work. I'm not. Gonna oh, oh, man. I'm not going to call off work. But like. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> I thought about it. Um, okay, so Thursday, two games on Thursday. Love that. Starts out with Penn State at Purdue. Banger. Just straight up, banger. Great game. Uh-huh. Penn State at Purdue. Then we have New Mexico State at Minnesota on Friday. We have Western Michigan at Michigan State. And then on Friday, we also have Illinois at Indiana. Um, Penn State at Purdue is at 8 on Fox. New Mexico State, Minnesota is at 9 on Big Ten Network. Western Michigan at Michigan State is at 7 on ESPN. Uh, rest in peace, ESPN. Um, <laughs> Illinois and Indiana. not dying. <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace, Big Ten on ESPN. There you go. Uh, uh, and then Illinois at Indiana is at 8 on FS1. Then the rest of the games are on Saturday. We have a full slate. Kind of. Most of the games are actually at 12, which is really unfortunate because yeah. I'm not going to be able to catch most of these games. Probably just like, As I've talked about before, I, I watch three or four games at a time, but I always have at least one non-Big Ten game on. So, oof, that's unfortunate. Um, so, Buffalo at Maryland uh, is at noon on Big Ten Network. Colorado State at Michigan is at noon on ABC. Rutgers at Boston College is at noon. That's going to be nice Yeah, it is. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Oh, we should have brought that. We should have used that one today, but it's fine. Yeah, we're, um, we're good. We got enough. <laughs> yes, 12 is on ACC Network. South Dakota State at Iowa is at 12 on FS1. There's no big noon kickoff for this. Huh. Because there's no way South Dakota State at Iowa's big noon kickoff for Fox. Maybe they just don't do it week one because it's not a good game. Maybe not. Oh, okay. Uh, Illinois State at Wisconsin. Oh, sorry. North Dakota at Nebraska is at 3.30 on Big Ten Network. Illinois State at Wisconsin is at 7 on FS1. And Notre Dame at Ohio State is at 7.30. Obviously, some of these games are bigger than others. Right. So we are going to go ahead and get into our week one preview. Um, because this is like a recap pr- recap preview show, we only preview about three, four games each week just for the sake of time. We already run long. <laughs> we can't be here for two and a half hours. Like yeah. two hours is the cap. Like two hours is the cap. And we really try to be around an hour 30, hour 45. So we cannot get into as many games because we will be here forever. Way too long. Um, so I want to save Notre Dame, Ohio State for last, even though that's not how I put it on this thing. This right. thing is on here okay. because that's how I remembered them. Uh, which game do you want to start with? Uh, Colorado State at Michigan. Okay, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Um, so Colorado State at Michigan. Do you want to start? Uh, yeah, we can start. I'll start. I'll start. Um. This is a nice. This is a nice. Um, 
it'd be like a nice another uh, spring game for Michigan to test who they want to start for quarterback. This this is almost like a preseason game for them, which is nice because they, they they haven't made this name the starter yet, or what's the name is the starter, right? But they're not completely sure. Uh, it's kind of I guess basically like you know they basically said that JJ has to take it from Cade, right? But it's still a competition, okay. so kind of, but not really. It's okay. a lot of semantics. So yeah, that's that's what this game is pretty much for. That's what I look at it. It's just to figure out who's their quarterback because they need to figure that out soon. If since if they haven't figured it out already, which is ridiculous, but hey, yeah, if they don't have it by the time this episode drops, that's gonna be kind of disappointing. Yeah, like, I know we're doing it early, but like people should be able to just like fast forward through this segment because they already know. Yeah, um, like they, they even then it's just they should have already had this quarterback figured out by now. Yeah, it's midway um, through camp. It's over yeah. midway through camp. Yeah, but I guess we could just use this game because it's Colorado State, so it's a gimme. It's a gimme game. <clears throat> So they could use yeah. this to see both of them and see how they will play. Right. Ideally, they could both play like a half, right? Like, ideally, no matter who comes out, you know, no matter who comes out first, ideally, you run it up on them. They play a half, and then JJ comes in, or yeah. Cade comes in and plays a second half. And then if you don't like what you see, obviously, you, you shouldn't try to and you don't want to, um, you know, make a change going into week two. Like, you would like to have it solidified. Right. Was, even today, on the 21st of August, I wish that they had it figured out because you should. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I thought they would by now. Notre Dame has already announced their quarterback competition. Nebraska has announced theirs. Like, this is really the time yeah. that you should have it. This is around the time that Ohio State announced it last year because right. you want to go into that last week of camp and then that first week of preview, not having to split carries, you know, not having to split reps. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, if you and only, that's what's going to end up happening in this game. Yeah, like if you only don't split reps for game week, that's not great, in my opinion. Yeah, it it's luckily if luckily it's against Colorado State because even here, like at least for the quarterback uh, situation, you can see who who you would want to start. It's just sad that you should have already had that figured out by now. But I guess at least – I guess that they probably didn't want to make it solidified yet because they have this Colorado game. I mean, maybe. I think that's bad coaching, but I, I do see what you're saying. I do see – Yeah, I think it's just – they're probably just using as much as much time as they as they have to figure it out before stuff really starts hitting the fail, yeah. fan or like this season it gets serious. I feel like if you have to do that, you're not sold on either one of them. I mean, maybe so, or or like, you know, you you're you're too sold on both. I guess that's the positive way. Uh-huh. I just you know, so I guess <clears throat> ideally, right? You yeah. want someone to stick out. Yeah, but but also here's my thing, and let me know if you agree with this. If JJ's not sticking out in the competition. Because you know what Cade can do. Like, 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 if JJ's not good enough at this point to take the job, where you feel good about it, what could he do in the last week that's going to change your mind? Yeah. So in that case, don't go through the drama of of of. of, of I, losing I, the I, I, don't, I, I don't. I don't fully agree with that part because I would at least for this week I would still let JJ get a lot of reps because you never know. Due to injury, yeah. injury and stuff like that. So, right at this game, you would even if you they might they might have already solidified the quarterback and maybe not even said anything just yet. But using this time, are going to use this game to at least give JJ some reps. I think that's bad coaching. 
Really? I, I, yeah. I get to, to get that the young quarterback ready at, just in case? Well, first of all, he had a million reps last year. They they essentially had a one-and-a-half quarterback system. Like, I mean, like J.J. got 20 30% of the snaps, he, and he was throwing the ball. So it's not – he's young, but he's not that young. Also, the thing is, like, you played football before, but, like, you need to know who the starter is. You need to prepare the starter. And if you keep doing this back and forth, then both of them aren't going to be ready. And sure, to your point, you have the benefit of it being Colorado State, but that's not good in your locker room. And I think that that uh, I think that can cause like dissension in the locker room. It can make people uncomfortable. And then you start like sure, there are some people in this world who stress, anxiety, none of that stuff get to them. But if you go into that first game in a quarterback competition feeling like you're always looking over your shoulder, you're not going to play well. And then you go back and forth like, okay, so Cade comes in, he throws an interception. You put in JJ. JJ throws an interception. Do you just put Cade back in? Do you just rotate? Like, it's just, I don't think it's good. And part of the reason I say that is Ohio State lost their chance at a national championship because Urban Meyer ruined the quarterback competition. In 2015, we won a national championship in 2014. We won it a year early. Uh-huh. In 2015, everyone says this, everyone. Ohio State had the best team in college football. There were so many first-round picks on that team because everyone was young. Everyone was like sophomores in 2014. It's It's kind of like – what happened last year versus this year for Ohio State, except somehow they won a national championship instead of losing two games with such a young team. And then they go into 15 and they just, they lose games early. And they, I don't even, if I remember correctly, they definitely go to the playoffs, but if I remember correctly, they may not even make it to the big 10 championship game because they just keep going. Um, uh, uh, JJ, uh, not JJ. I'm now, now I'm mixing up my whole thing. Um, but like, <laughs> Uh, Cardell Jones and JT. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember who started game one, but they go and they make a couple of plays. Then they reach rotating. And then the next game, somebody else plays. And then midway yeah. through the season, they named midway through the season, they named JT the starter. But I then think they're going to do that with Michigan. I'm just saying it's easy to spiral. And yeah. and maybe it's not as bad as what Urban did, but you just don't want to do that. Like it's It's just not good for the team. So while I can get what you're saying, they both have enough reps. Cade played a full year. JJ played in every single game, has enough passing that you should know, plus the spring, plus the summer, plus camp. If JJ's not doing enough to take the job, I think you should just default to Cade. That's fair. Because you've had you've had nine months. Like yeah. what is one game when you've had nine months? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's my opinion. I'm not saying you're wrong. That's just how I feel about it. I would want this out of the way, even again by today, August 21st, even though yeah. that's even though that's still two weeks from the first game, it's only eight days from the first game week. Like that's not a lot. And you're not practicing every day. Camp is ramping down. You're starting to do, you're starting to look at your playbook and plays and that kind of stuff. I think you should know by now. Yeah, no, I, I, you, I I agree with that. I thought that uh, would have been decided by now. And again, this comes out, by the time this comes out, they'll probably have already announced it. I just think it's too late. They can announce yeah. it tomorrow, and then maybe it's not too late. Like tomorrow's in, you know, August twenty second, which is a week before this comes out. But right. like, and then maybe it's not too late. You're right on that borderline. But if it goes until Wednesday, if it goes until Thursday, if it goes until Friday, that kind of stuff, it goes to like you're around where week zero games are playing. Nebraska's already traveled to, to Ireland. Like, right. 
it's starting that's starting to get a little weird. I don't like that. It's starting to get a little iffy, yeah. And if I was a Michigan fan, I wouldn't like that. Yeah. Um, so other questions. Um, how does the defense play? How do they look? New defensive coordinator. They lost David Ajabo. They lost Aiden Hutchinson. They lost Daxon Hill. All three of them should have been first round picks. I believe David Ajabo was a second round pick, but that's because he tore his ace Achilles and, uh-huh. and, and and draft prep. But they absolutely would have been first round picks. Aiden Hutchinson, number two player, he looks really good. Dax Hill already has a starting job for Cincinnati. He looks pretty good. Um, David is obviously not playing. I don't even remember who drafted him. I feel like it was the Ravens because it's just like such a Ravens move that he would fall to them and be the perfect piece that they need, and they can just wait for him to get healthy. Um, So, you know, so and then they lost some other players as well, but those are like their three main ones. Right. And then they lost their defensive coordinator because uh, John Harbaugh just loaned his guy for a year. He was just like, hey, go there, get some play-calling experience, and then come back, we'll give you the job. Yeah, I um, I think the defense will probably be a little – the defense will look good against Colorado, but it will be iffy good. I think they'll be a little sloppy. This is – again, this game is just – this game is a preseason game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, the first three games are they don't play anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So this is to sure everything up against competition. Yeah. 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 Instead of sharing it up against each other for months to get to play somebody different. Their schedule is pretty easy. And and then my last question, my last thought about this game is who are the offensive playmakers? So you have Blake Corum. I don't think we'll see that until next year. Who those will be. Yeah. But like, so Blake Corum, but you need them every year. So it's like, if you're saying they don't have them, which I kind of tend to agree with, that's not a good sign for long. I, just, I don't think we'll see a definitive one until next year for them. Yeah, so that's a problem. Mm-hmm. But that's been a problem. They've they've, yeah. they've missed a lot on recruits. Yeah. Um. So you have you have Blake Corum, who's solid, but he's not Hassan, Hassan Haskins. You have um. You have Donovan Edwards, who. Is we don't really know what he is. We've really huh. only seen him as a pass catching back, and he's absolutely explosive. But we don't right. know what he can do between the tackles. And on paper, um, Edwards and Haskins are essentially not Haskins. That's who they lost. Edwards right. and um, Corum are essentially the same players. Like they they attack the same way. Yeah. So it's like. Not saying it can't work, but do they have a third running back who's going to be their power back? Like, how does because it has to be Edwards because we've seen what Corum can do and he's not a between the tackle guy. And then you have a wide receiver. A lot of people are excited about Ronnie Bell, but like for me, he's eh, he's not even a top ten mm-hmm. wide receiver in, in the Big Ten. I'm not saying he's garbage. I'm not saying he doesn't have pro potential, but like he's not scaring anybody. And if he's your number one, that speaks to what your room is, right? You have um. Whatever the kid's name from East Lansing that had the literally the one good game against Michigan State and didn't do anything else. Oh, and then all oh. you heard was oh such and such and such from East Lansing, such and uh-huh. such and such from East Lansing. I mean, like, can he be consistent? Because they were looking for him last year after he had that one good game, and then you didn't hear from him again. It's 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 going to be an interesting three weeks for them. Andrew and especially Anthony. with this game. Andrew Anthony from East Lansing. I think their defense will be fine, but the offense will 
look a little it's gonna look shaky, more shaky yeah. than the defense. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's yeah. fair. They have a new offensive coordinator. Technically, the offensive coordinator was was a co coordinator last year, but he didn't mm-hmm. call plays, so he's a first time oh, yeah. play caller. And then they have a totally new defensive coordinator who was a defensive coordinator at, like Vanderbilt last year. But I think he's a poor man's version of the guy that they lost. Like he wasn't a good defensive coordinator. He just runs the system that they want. So he didn't want to change that system, so he hired him. Mm, that makes sense. Okay. That doesn't give me confidence. No, but I, but I'm not, I'm not a Michigan fan, so it is what it is. But that doesn't give me confidence. That it's the, even I, even then they can still pull off ten wins. Yeah, like but but <laughs> but like we talked about earlier today or last week, we should just start saying last week. But it is what it is. Yeah, what we say for Illinois is not the same for Ohio State. That goes yeah. for Michigan as well. Like, is ten wins enough? And, and I can't speak for Michigan fans. Maybe it is. But as an Ohio State fan, I think, yeah, so, I, I, I think going into this, are. since everything, so, everything is so new, defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, and so many different new faces on both sides of the ball, I think Ted wins is good enough. But then you got to go right back to being pretty much undefeated next year. Yeah. I mean, first of all, let me, let me say this. I'm saying this from the fan perspective because as a person, one of my biggest pet peeves is people who only look at college football from the lens of winning national championships. But in saying that, Michigan should be a team in the national championship conversation. Michigan should be Georgia. Michigan should be, Michigan should be Georgia to Ohio State's Alabama, mm-hmm. right? Like they should be going neck and neck. Every every Big Ten championship game. Well, okay, they're in the same. They're in the East. Yeah, they, they're not going to play in the championship game. But right. every rivalry game to get to the championship game, they should be coming in eleven and zero, ten and one. When it, like you know, like a real, and they haven't been there. So, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever works for them. I just think you know that they should be a little bit better. And I guess to your point, like in general, a ten one season. It's good, and that's not anything. It's, it's a growing pain season, just like Ohio State had last year. Yeah. I mean, well, it's eh, – we don't have to get into that. It's more of a growing pain for Ohio State in a, in a, in a, in a – that's more normal for Michigan. Michigan lives at 9-3, 10-2, but I, I know what you're saying. Um, But overall, I, I can't say it's an exciting game, but I will be watching it because I have a lot of questions that I want answered. And uh-huh. – they got to do it again. Like even players from Michigan who are like in the media and other things like that are like, that was great. But like, until they do it again, until they prove that they can do it, like it's going to be hard to believe that they can yeah. do it and to pick them over Ohio state and like that kind of stuff. So yeah. Um, easy win though. I mean, if this is not like, what is the, what is the score that it's under that makes you worried? Like if it's under this number, the win. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. Mean? I'm. I'm no score under a score wouldn't worry me because I just know everything is new. So like and if I, if they if they won by ten points, you wouldn't be worried. No, nah, because like Ooh, I, I figured so much nicer than me. I would be. Concerned. I figured. I figured that's what's gonna happen in a, in one of these games. I need three touchdowns. And I'm sure that's exactly what's going to happen. But even then, if it's just 10, I wouldn't be that much worried because everybody's new and everything's new. Like, I, like I'm because like even when we get into it, the Notre Dame Ohio State game, both of them are going to look kind of kind of iffy 
to start the season, to start yeah, that game. Yeah, Notre Dame's a good team. Colorado State's not. Yeah, and I, I, I'm just saying, like, everything's new. And every, and even then, even uh, Harbaugh was almost gone. So, like, it's – I just – I. I doubt it's going to be 10 points, but even if it was, it's just going to be like, all right, look, we got it under our belt. Next week, let's go ahead and blow them out. That probably should be the way you look at it. It's not how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be concerned. I think anything under 21, I'd be concerned. Yeah. Personally. Um because I, I just feel I, 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 I doubt that's even gonna be a problem. Like you said, I think both yeah. quarterbacks are gonna get a chance to play in this game. And yeah, probably just, both are, one of them's gonna go maybe throw two, the other one might throw three touchdowns. Yeah. We're just wasting our breath because it's not gonna happen. Michigan yeah. should be so good that a bad game is still three touchdowns. Yeah, it, I think and they're a, gonna and be a great fine. game is they put up seventy. Yeah, and I, I mean they were that's a great game for them last year. So yeah. like <laughs> 70 points for them last year would have been great. So it, I they'll be fine. I think it's, I think we, I won't get, start getting worried about Michigan until week four. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, which, which game you want to do next? Uh, Illinois, Indiana. Perfect. I was hoping you were going to say that. Yeah. So Illinois versus Indiana. Um, this is a big game. This is the second time in two in a week that I've said this, this is a must win for Illinois because their schedule gets harder and we are expecting Illinois to make it to a bowl game, which means they have to beat the teams that they should beat. And Indiana is not a good team. Unfortunately, they're not. They they should be pretty bad this year. Tom Allen's most likely going to get fired and he's going to have to take his love on each other mantra somewhere else. And I don't mean that disparagingly because as I've said before, I do really appreciate that mantra because again, as grown men, we do not love each other or at least say it out loud. We do not share emotion, that kind of stuff. And especially football players, 6'5", 280, you're supposed to be this strong, big, tough kind of guy. I really do like the mantra and that he's emotional and he shares that with his players, but that don't win football games. If it's not winning football games, uh-huh. if you're winning, that's great. Love on each other. When they were winning, when they, and, and, and two years ago during the pandemic, they was loving all over each other. Pause. Like that's weird. I don't like when I said that. Um, uh, <laughs> it was just so random. Yeah. That did not. I know what I was trying to say. Like, Oh, that didn't come out right. Yeah. No. Um, we're just going to speed past that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to just switch gears. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, mantra and personality is great when you're winning um when you're not anything you say can be frustrating especially like hey we suck but i love you i don't care bro we just lost six games in a row like (laughs) what what does it matter that you love me bro like can we win a game so um yeah i I do think tom allen's gonna be fired so uh Indiana, this would be great because Illinois is better than Indiana, but not significantly so that they can't win this game. And it'd be one of their two or three wins on the season. Um, So Illinois needs to come in and they need to handle business. This is the first game for Tommy DeVito. Actually, I I messed this up because this is also the first game for Connor Connor Bazelak 
who is Indiana's quarterback. So yeah. two transfer quarterbacks starting, both trying to replace the last guy. In Illinois' case, I don't even remember his name, but he wasn't good. I think it was Archer Stokowski from Rutgers. He really wasn't doing it. So they brought in Tommy DeVito from Rutgers, from, sorry, from Syracuse. Um, Archer Stokowski was from Rutgers. And then Indiana had oh, was it, uh, Michael Penix Jr., and he was decent. He was solid, uh, but he was right. always injured. And then last year when he was playing, he threw a lot of interceptions and stuff like that. So they brought in Connor Bazelak from uh, Missouri. And Connor is pretty young. So I think Danny's a, a Tommy. Danny DeVito just sounds right. That's the actor, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Tommy DeVito, I think mm. he's a senior. I'm okay. wrong on that, but I think he's an older guy because I think he's played a couple of years at um, Syracuse. Uh, while Connor Basilak is like a second or third year guy, he should still have two years of eligibility, of eligibility, something like that. So if he's good, they will have him for another season or two. Right. So that is for me. I think that's Indiana's goal, right? Indiana's goal for this season should be to find their quarterback, and then if they do. And they win a couple games. Maybe they win a game or two. They shouldn't because he's carrying the team. Whether you fire the coach or not, there's something to build on. If you right. win a season like last year where you're losing and you don't have the guy at quarterback, that there's no optimism there. Yeah, because you'll never get out of that hole of losing. Yeah, and, and it's this is not you know moral victories, but it you can have optimism in losing seasons. Right. Um. So. Uh, last question that I have: How do Chase Brown and Josh McCray look? This is this is a pro Chase Brown and Josh McCray podcast. If you don't know that, you must be new. Welcome again. Uh, Chase Brown and Josh McCray are the running backs at Illinois. Dante, I love running backs, and yes. Dante put me on to Chase Brown because I, I just I was I don't know I was like watching the games, but I wasn't like paying attention, I guess. And he like mentioned it, and then I went I like watched the next game. And I looked at his stats. I was like, this dude is. Actually, I probably wasn't watching Illinois. Mm-hmm. They were not, was, they, they weren't my I, sicko game. My sicko game was something else. I kept ca- I kept catching Illinois games every every so often, and I yeah. would look at the stats and look at him and be like, "Oh no, they can run the ball. They just you know it's it's still just trying to still get there." Yeah. So yeah. I'm very interested in them. I think they have um, a, a great. Um, they have a great uh, two back tandem. Yeah, yes. Um, one of the one of the best in the country. Like I don't think singularly either one of them is one of the best backs in the country, just because there's so many good running backs. Right, but, but I think they're in the top. Really I think yeah, it, at the very least, top ten. And then when you put them together. They're yeah. a top 10 running back room where like yeah. Chase Brown may be like the 15th best running back and Josh McCray may be like the 20th best running back in the country, something like that. When you put them together, they're a top 10 running back room. Uh, they yeah. both have really good traits. They, they work well together. Um, last season, um, Chase Brown, 170 carries for a thousand yards, five touchdowns. Josh McCray had 149 yards, two touchdowns. Um, I think going into this season, they should be better. Like, like, like. Yeah, they will get more those, touches and stuff. Yeah, you may hear those stats and be like, "That's that's not spectacular." We have people running for fifteen hundred, this and that. But Josh Chase Brown averaged five point nine yards per carry. Carry, yeah, that's that's, that's excellent. And because he still he wouldn't even because I think he got hurt at some point. He, yeah, he said I think so. 
175 carries. That's not a lot of carries. Yeah, he got hurt, which is why we know about Josh McCray as well. Yeah. Josh McCray came in and for a couple of games and bought yep. out. And so yeah. now I think that, like, you know, Chase Brown's still probably the number one, but there'll be more of, you know, some sort of two-back system, more of a yeah. focus. They're, they'll know, be giving each other breathers. Yeah, oh, so for sure. I'm very interested in, you know, I'll say it until, like, week three when it's no longer early in the season. The hardest thing to do in the beginning of the season is pass the ball. Get, get in the run routes sure at just... the right depth against other corners, finding spots in the zone. Passing game is it's a well oiled machine, and it's like it's like getting a new. I don't want to use this reference because of you know what America is like, but it's the first thing that came to mind. It's like getting a new gun that hopefully you're only using in the range and not on other people. It comes out dry. You got to oil it. You got to clean it. You got to take it to the range two or three times. Like, yeah. Any type of machine, like you, you have to work it right. So, um, but you can run the ball. You can, yeah. run, the ball. You can typically yeah. run the ball, especially if you're a good running team. And if that, that offensive line, and if yeah. your offensive line likes to run the ball, and that's what they seem to like to do there, and that's what uh, the coaching staff like seems like they're trying to instill. Yeah. That that running game should be fine to start the year, especially against Indiana. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, fun game. Going to be an interesting game. Yeah. Um, it may be a sickos game, but like, <laughs> it's fine. It'll be, it's okay. We should do the sickos game of the week. That'd be a fun <laughs> sickos game of the week. The Rutgers gonna be having their name on there a lot. <laughs> I'm. Gonna be, is this the sickos game of the week? Actually, I'm dead ass. I really want to do that. Uh, we're gonna be having see. like Northwestern Maryland. Mm. <laughs> Sickos game of the week. No, Sickos game of the week is Colorado State, Michigan. Uh, but there are real reasons to watch Michigan. No. I feel like. No. I feel like it's this game. I mean, realistically, like, we're probably. Yeah, well, some of the what's only- her name? Oh, yeah. Iowa yeah. versus South Dakota State. That is a, that's yeah. a, if you're watching or that game. Minnesota, New Mexico State. Yeah, no, yeah. Minnesota, New Mexico State might be the sickle game. Because, so. yeah, at least this one's two Big Ten teams, so it's sort of interesting. Right. I think I'm going Iowa, South Dakota State as the sickle's game of the week. Because why are you watching that game? Yeah. <laughs> especially especially because that game is on at 12 with oh. three other Big Ten games. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. else is on in the country. Yeah, that's that's so sick behavior. Game, that's that's nasty behavior. If the first game that you put on your TV at noon is Iowa versus South Dakota State, the only, I don't even think <laughs> Iowa fans are watching that. Oh, sickos game of the week. Yeah, that's it. Iowa versus. I'm actually adding that to the show plan for every week. <laughs> <laughs> What, what are the Thanks. true sickos doing? Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have any any final Oh, Nebraska on... might have it next week. Nope, nope, nope. Penn, Penn, Purdue. It's Purdue? For, it's for Purdue. Two? Yeah. <laughs> let me see. No, it might be Ohio State. Let me see. Uh, let me see. Who does Ohio State have? Oh, that's... Mm. Ma- matter of fact, week two might be sickos week. Uh, uh, for real, for real. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I, I don't want to say. It. I'm gonna wait till next one. But so I just want you to see. Are you looking? What are you looking at the schedule on? Uh, Big Ten, their website. Okay. So yeah. it may not. It's probably not going to be. No, it should be in the same order because it's an eight yeah. o'clock game. I, so I'm just gonna tell you this. I'm just gonna say it so you know, but don't comment on it because I want to okay. say it for next week. 
the eight o'clock game that's not a ranked team. No, it doesn't show. It doesn't show times. Uh, uh, the two. There's okay. Um, I'm gonna just text it to you. <laughs> just text it. To you. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna take uh, a quick break uh, before we get into our last two games. We'll run down the AP schedule, then we'll get out of here. It may be a, a little shorter this time, maybe. Um, just again, because we're a little early, so not as much to talk about because we don't have news on who's winning quarterback competitions and and that kind of stuff. Uh, so with that, we'll be right back. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the I-70 football show, where we just got finished talking about the Sickos game of the week, and we are going <laughs> back. We are, we, are, we are going back to... Oh! Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. 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 That's the one. I'm saving yeah. it for next week, but that's the one. Yeah. The yeah. Because <laughs> why yeah. are you watching that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially, but, I'm, but I'm telling you... Week two altogether is Sicko's week. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's, it's a Sicko's homecoming. But like, well, thank you, but this bro. is one of the worst. Like, because listen, because what if they, especially if they lose that game week one? Ooh. So they're coming off a loss. Uh-huh. Like, but this game, stop. Okay. I'm just going to wait till next week because I don't want to accidentally say Yeah. That. Yeah. No, that's, that, that's, a, that's, a that's it. That might be the one. Game. That okay. might be the one. <laughs> All right, so I want people to guess it. I, <laughs> I, want people, I want people to guess which game we're talking about. Yeah, if you guess it, I tell you. Like if you yeah, like, what is this game? Like, that's the one. <laughs> See, I, I get it. Eight o'clock at night. Yes, bro. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Oh God! Okay, out of here. Why would they do that? Oh, oh, oh yeah, that's the one. That's the okay. one. All right, especially because it's all because sometimes the sickos game is a lot of other factors too. Like it's not just what the game is; it's like what else is going on. Like why are you watching that at eight o'clock? Nah, yeah, no, nah, that's but just we, it's all together. Okay, everything um, about it. Oh, okay. That's just gross. That's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> so Penn State and Purdue. Oof, boy. <laughs> this is a really interesting game. I. Yeah. This is. Be, this should be a really good game. All right. Let me ask you this: What is worse? Like, like not for us because it's a great game for us. But if you were on any of the teams, what's worse? Ohio State, Minnesota, which we got last year, or Penn State versus Purdue? What do you mean by worse? I mean, like, like, so, okay, so you don't want to play a conference opponent week one, right? Mm, right. So if you're one of these teams, like, if you're if you're Minnesota, do you feel worse playing Ohio State week one, or do you think Purdue feels worse playing Penn State week one? Like, like you look at that schedule. Uh, and like, Minnesota. I, I would go, I do Minnesota, Ohio State, because I think Purdue probably knows they they can probably beat Penn State. See, that's what I was thinking, but I was lucky going the other way because, like, Minnesota, like, if they're being honest, which a lot of times the coaches aren't, but the players are, Minnesota, like, you're probably going to lose that game. Like, you want to win, but you're probably going to – like, with Minnesota, you have – there are no L's you can take in that game because if you win, you just upset Ohio State. If you lose, you're supposed to lose. And it's a cross-division game, so it doesn't do anything for your your goals. But Penn State versus Purdue, while that is a cross-division game, either one of those could win. That's a hard game for both of them. Like, And that like that game, for me, that game does a lot for their image. 
because since they're so similar at where they're at in their programs, winning or losing that game adds some extra things. Like if Purdue comes out and has a bad showing, they're going to be like, see, everyone was overhyped with Aiden O'Connell. They can't do it without David Bell. The defense is garbage without George Karloftis. If Penn State loses it, every me included, especially me, is going to come yeah. out and say Sean Clifford is terrible. They yeah. should have got rid of Will Levies. Manny Diaz's defense didn't look good because Brent Pride left. Like, I just feel like – I don't know. I, I feel like there's more like – negative outcomes with Penn State versus Purdue, but then being Minnesota and having to start with Ohio State is a terrible game. So yeah. maybe it's like even for different reasons. I just feel like, yeah, it's crazy. I'd be I, mad. I, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. I just think I would still do – I'd still hate it more if I was Minnesota getting Ohio State. Because at least That's with fair. this game, with, at least in this game, like it's like even kill. You're True. right about like if one loses, it looks bad. But at the same time, they are even teams. So it's not that bad. That's fair. Yeah. Could you imagine being Penn State and having to play Purdue? And then you pull up the Big Ten schedule and realize that Michigan's playing Colorado State? <laughs> like, bro, are, you, are you kidding me like, what, what is going on <laughs> um okay so first first question first thought about this game Aiden O'Connell versus Penn State secondary Penn State secondary is, is always amazing Jair not Jair Brown what is that kid's name no, it is Jair Brown. Jair Brown is a very good safety, very underrated. I think he was a Big Ten. Um, I think he was first team All Big Ten, something like that last year. Um, really, like really rising star. He's about to be a senior. He should definitely be going to the draft. They right. have Joey Porter Jr. at cornerback, who is also really good. Um, yeah, Brown tied. Uh, for the FBS lead with six interceptions last year. Uh, wow. Yeah. And then Joey, Joey Porter Jr. is pretty good. And then looking at this, Kalen King and Jalen Reed are um, their new players who played in a combined 21 games and didn't redshirt. So they were freshmen last year who played well enough with Jair Brown, Joey Porter Jr., Jaquan Brisker to, to still get playing time. Right. Right. So their secondary should be pretty strong. Manny Diaz is a good defensive coach. Aiden O'Connell and his wide receivers unit, you're not really sure what they have. Uh, you know Aiden O'Connell is good. That's going to be a tough game. So that's going to be the main thing that I'm watching, like, especially because this kind of goes into my next question. Purdue doesn't run the ball well. No, they do not. And so my next question is, can Purdue run the ball? If they can't, can they pass the ball against Penn State second? I don't think long. I don't think they can long enough. I that's that would be the problem is is if they can withstand it long enough. And I think Penn State. I want to say Purdue (laughs) so bad. Penn State has enough uh, chemistry and time where they'll know how to uh, bleed that clock out. Even if like Penn State's offense is a little shaky, they can bleed the clock out because they can run the ball against Purdue. Purdue, yeah, because Purdue is a ba- it's a bad running defense. So, and this is exactly why both of us picked Penn State to win the game. I think yeah. at the end of the year, Purdue's the better team. But this is not a possibly good team yeah for Purdue to play Week One because their Penn State strengths match 
their weaknesses, their, yeah. their weaknesses and, and, and their questions. And you want that Colorado State where you can get a guy a bunch of catches and targets and, and kind of work that get game them in rhythm, yeah. practice their running game and that kind of stuff. So it's going to be very interesting. My next question uh, is, can Penn State run the ball? Uh, Penn State did not have a single running back run for 100 yards last year, which is crazy. That's absolutely nuts. I think it'll happen That's in this terrible. game. I think um, they'll they'll turn around and like I don't know how many hundred yard games they'll have, but I think this will be one. They'll have yeah. a running back that probably might get a hundred yards, and it might not. It won't be like a hundred fifty. It'd be like a hundred and four yards, and it'd be something like that. I'm not willing to say that because their offensive line is hot garbage. But yeah, would, but it, again, that Purdue's... would be great to see. Like I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm not saying you're wrong. I don't know. I wouldn't predict it, but if they do that first game. That's that's very win or lose. That's very uplifting for Penn State because really, right. like, obviously, you want to win, right? Like you want to win, but especially like these games against a division rival, like that's not in your side of the conference. A loss right. isn't the worst thing. You're really hoping to learn and come out on top with not that many injuries and that kind of stuff. Um, again, you obviously want to win, but there are other things that go kind of go into that first game. Everyone's really nervous about the first game. Win or lose, if you come out and your running backs are running and your offensive line's firing off the ball and you're 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 creating holes and, and things are happening, you're you're pretty positive. Yeah. I, that yeah. Next week. And that's what I think that that's probably what's mostly gonna happen in this game is they'll get they'll get it started. I don't know how long they'll keep it up for the season, but this this is a good start game for that because while Purdue is a good team and that's why it'll help that way, it'll help confidence-wise cuz they're a good team. They're still bad rushing defense. They're a, they're an okay defense, but they're a bad rushing defense. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, so very interesting and I I mentioned it in passing, but this is also Manny Diaz's first game after right. being fired. Sort of fired from Miami. I think we forget how weird that whole thing was. Where like he was the head coach and he was recruiting because they didn't know if Mario Cristobal was going to take the job. And if Mario Cristobal didn't take the job, they were going to keep him. But then he did take the job, so they fired him. Yeah, weird. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I think I think I would have quit. I would have. I absolutely would have quit. You're not going to pull me along on a string and tell the whole freaking country that. While I have the job, I'm your backup option. Yeah. You know what I would have done? Your main backup. That's crazy. Yeah, you know what I would have done? I would have waited till he didn't take the job. And then quit. Quit. <laughs> After they're like, hey, do you want to do an extension? This, that, and the third. Oh, no, nah, man. I found me yeah. a new job. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. You thought I was going to wait for you? Nah. Nah. <laughs> uh, all right. Any, any final thoughts on Penn State Purdue? Uh, nah, I think probably the best game of the day next to Notre Dame, Ohio State. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. let's get into that one. Notre Dame, Ohio State. That is a cut. That is, that is a helmet game. And it is the helmet game of the best variety because number Notre Dame, Notre Dame has a number five behind there, which is kind of weird to me. They're not the fifth best team in the country. I and So this is, I wanted to talk about that because because I know we're going to get into AP rankings, but I want to talk about Michigan's right now. Michigan is the former former Big Ten champion, was in the playoffs, and Notre Dame's ranked higher? Make that make sense. I, I just, I don't, that's weird to me, especially since Notre Dame has a new coach. Like, Notre Dame has a lot of new stuff coming in. So if new you're going to say, 
new defensive coordinator. Yeah, so so for saying the same, if that's the reason why we have Michigan ranked at eight, I would How do that even. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, you're asking good questions, and this is why we don't support the AP poll because they don't know what they're talking about. They yeah. just rank the teams that they like and, and the storylines that they like. It's got to be that. That's got to be what it is because I'm confused on this whole thing. Yeah, logically, you can't. Like, you can't predict that Michigan's going to take a step back and not predict that Notre Dame is as well. Right, yeah. Like, actually, matter of fact, not, not, only, not only does uh, does Notre Dame not take a step back, they take a step forward. Yeah. that's. Man, uh, I don't know. I don't know. They have a whole new head coach. I don't, <laughs> I don't know yeah. about that one. Personally, and I've said this multiple times, I don't think Notre Dame's going to be good this year. I'm I, I'm not sure. First of all, let's just be honest. You never know if anyone's a good coach until you see him coach. Right. I don't know if Marcus Freeman's a good coach. I'm not even convinced he's a good defensive coordinator. And the reason why I'm not convinced he's a good defensive coordinator is because he was running Luke Fickle's defense, who was an excellent coordinator. And we all know that a lot of times these head coaches – that were good coordinators with their offense or defense, they don't really let their coordinator do anything. Right. Kevin Wilson at Ohio State is not the offensive coordinator. It's Ryan Day. Mm-hmm. So we still haven't confirmed how much Cincinnati's defense was Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman leaves. Cincinnati still has a great defense. Notre Dame's defense is eh. We yeah, don't talk don't... about it as bad because they don't have the expectations, but their defense was hardly better than Ohio State's last year. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I just, it's just weird. And then for this game, like, like you said, it's a helmet, it's a helmet game because again, we think I think Notre Dame is taking this should be taking a step back. I don't think they'll be good. While Ohio State will be taking a step forward, you won't, you won't fully see it in this game until like the th- end of the third quarter. It'd be something like that. Where Ohio State to start a pull away and then play great defense, but I, I just I don't know I don't know why Notre Dame is five. That just that's the weirdest part about that game to me. Like Notre Dame could have been not ranked and this still would have been a nice game. But I yeah. So here are Notre Dame's defensive numbers: fifteenth in scoring, that's fine. Fourteenth in points per play, those go together. Forty third in total defense, thirty seventh in yards per play. 11th and third down conversion. That's a really that's their main difference from Ohio State. They yeah, got the they field. got off the field, yeah. But then 36 in rushing, 45 in yards per carry, 49 in negative play percentage, 68 in explosive rush, 63rd in pass, 30 in passing defense. So it's like if they got you the third down, is the problem? Off, yeah. They aren't getting there often. 25th in QB rating, 66 in completion percentage, 25th in explosive pass. That's not a good defense. That's not like. They they are not as drastic as Ohio State. Like Ohio State has one. Because again, because like my thing, right? So 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 Michigan's defense was one of the top in the country. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame's was in. They have a new coordinator. Michigan has a new coordinator. Yeah, I think they both lost players on both of those defenses. I, I again, I just don't see how Michigan. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And then like I, again, I would have Iowa ranked over Notre Dame. I'd have Minnesota ranked over Notre Dame. That's just a ranked team. Yeah, I mean, I can't say that you're wrong about a lot of that. Like, I, I really can't. Like, and that's, but again, that's why rankings don't matter because they just do it on the teams that they like and, and old yeah. stuff. Like Minnesota, and at two of the last three years, 
Three years ago, they won 11. They had one bad season. And then last year, they won nine or 10 games. Those are two really good seasons out of three years, one of those being the pandemic year. And they're not ranked. Not ranked. I don't, that's weird to me. So, and yeah, so, okay. So, this is the I mean, I was ranked two at one point last year. Like, I don't, yeah. Okay. I just, I don't know. Even Purdue's not ranked? People, no. People are picking, people are picking, uh, oh, I meant to put Purdue in our thing. People Mm -hmm. are picking um, Iowa to win the Big Ten West, but they're not ranked. But they're not ranked. That's weird. Wisconsin's ranked, but Iowa's going to win it. Okay. Makes sense. Um, Especially in that 18 to 25 range. Like, you could just throw them in there. Minnesota so, beat Wisconsin would, last argue, year. And, yeah, I could argue that some of them could be higher, but once you get to 18 and 25, just put them in there. Like, who do you yeah. have in there? So I don't know. I, that's <sighs> weird. This game, this I think this game, I think this game might be boring as a football game, but just as a story is going to be entertaining. Right, which is why everyone's looking at I think Ohio State blows them out. Yeah, I, I, this is going to be a boring game. I I'm, again. I I'm think they blow, but it's I I think the blowout doesn't start until the third quarter because they'll look sloppy. It'll look shaky because everyone times. does right. Yeah, and Ohio State's main thing is passing. Yeah, Ohio State, State loves looking. to look shaky to start the season, especially in the first two quarters. Yeah, but it's because they like to pass the ball. When they were mainly a running offense, they didn't. Yeah, because Z- Ezekiel Elliott would come out and put up two hundred on you in the first game. J.K. Dobbins would come out, put J.K. Dobbins rushed for two hundred yards in his first game as the starter. <laughs> like yeah. when they were a running team, they would do that. Passing is iffy for everyone; it just is yeah. what it is. So, I don't know that Notre Dame's going to be good this year. I don't know that I, I can't say that Marcus Freeman is a bad coach. But I don't know yet, so I'm not ready to give him all of these things and the spotlight and game planning and knowing when to call timeouts and challenges and holding. Like One of the biggest questions I had with Notre Dame is they're all around the same age, and he hired all of his friends. Can he hold them accountable? Like You know how hard it is to hold your friend accountable. Now yeah. you're their boss. Yeah. Can you go in and say, you're not doing this right. You're not game planning hard enough. You're not teaching the technique I want you to teach. I can't, I'm not saying he can't. We just don't know that he can. And to yeah. say they're going to go into their first game against Ohio State, against C.J. Stroud, with a sophomore quarterback, a yeah. new head coach, a young offensive coordinator, a new D.C., a, a, a coaching staff that's a bunch of friends, and then you take coaches that's not that great. You have Al Washington from Ohio State who got ran out of Ohio State because he was yeah, not a good yeah. coach. There's yep. a lot of questionable decisions there. I think if Notre Dame's going to be good, it's going to start next year. I think they take their lumps this year. I really do. Yeah. But Marcus Freeman is having he's he's having a hell of a recruiting run. He's doing one thing that Notre Dame has never done, and that like okay, let me not. Say, I, Notre Dame has good quarterbacks. Okay, Notre Dame has good quarterbacks twenty years ago. Now they keep recruiting quarterbacks who should have played 20 years ago and it's not working. Right. I think he's bringing in some quality quarterbacks like the car kid from Michigan who should have went to Michigan. Right, I right, think, right, right. I think if he can maintain and not get fired by year three, he can make Notre Dame a really good team. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just year three. Yeah, it's just I don't know why the hype is right now. Having yeah. ranked fifth is kind of crazy. It's like remember when remember I think last year Miami was like ranked sixth. Yep. yep. To start the year, and even I, me as a fan was like, okay, 
Like, <laughs> why are we? Why? Why are we doing high. this? It's yeah. So, uh, biggest question for me, and should be for everyone: How does the OSU defense look? Um, the one thing, if I'm gonna say it, I don't I think it's gonna happen. But if Notre Dame wins this game, this is exactly how. You heard it here first. Michael Mayer, their tight end, who is really good, top three tight end in the country, is going to have like 10 catches for 150 yards, two touchdowns. They're just And they give up a lot of running, rushing they're not, yards. They're not going to be able to contain him. If they, it, it, and the rushing it, yards, though, isn't going to come from the running back. Yeah. It's going to come from the quarterback. Their quarterback can actually run the ball. I'm not even sure how good he can throw it, but he can run. <laughs> you know, Ohio State's that's not shade. I just I'm, I'm not sure. I, I need to see a little bit more. But that's I know fair. he can run. And Ohio State, through all eras, has been success, success, susceptible. Yes, susceptible to. Uh, whew, that was a word. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I the quarterback run. That's a big word for Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Okay, so yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, Ohio State has been that word. I've said it right twice. I'm not going for a third. Yeah, you has good. been um, <laughs> has been, uh, and it's been easy for quarterbacks to run on Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. so that is how Notre Dame wins. I can't. I'm not going to say that they can do that, but it's a new defense. They have the the benefit to Ohio State is they're an old defense. I mean. They had one of the things that we forget last year is that Ohio State was so young, and typically that doesn't matter. That doesn't always matter at Ohio State, at yeah, Alabama, at Georgia, that kind of stuff. But like that, things happen. They lost. They they lost two games. That happens with a young team. Uh-huh. Red a redshirt freshman quarterback. There's you. The first game of the season, they had two freshmen playing corner because their corners were hurt. One turned yep, out to be a star, the other one transferred. I mean, your one of your best defensive linemen was a freshman. Your freshman defensive linemen, you know, because they're a freshman defensive linemen, they flashed, but they weren't entirely there yet. Your older defensive linemen hit a ceiling that wasn't what you expected. All of these things kind of spiraled, and that, again, it's funny that we talk about it. It's only two losses at Ohio State, but it is what it is. You so you, they have the benefit of having players with a lot. Of it's just it was it's it's like when you say the two losses, it's like it could have easily been four. Yeah, but Ohio they're Ohio State, so it was yeah. two instead of four. Because there were yeah. some games they definitely should have lost that they didn't. Yeah, they should have lost Penn State. Yeah, we keep saying that. We've said that several times. They should have lost that game. If Penn State had a good quarterback, they would have. And I yeah. know you're going to say that Sean Clifford didn't play that well, that bad. He, he did said that multiple times. But if they had a better quarterback, they would have won that game. They even the, even the they got lucky with Minnesota because what's the name got hurt like the second third oh, drive. It, they got lucky in that game. That boy had over a hundred yards. He was getting ready. He was he was getting <laughs> he was, ready. Oh, uh, he was getting. Uh, he was getting ready. And I, I even I went ah. Like, what you, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. I was like, I got lucky. That they boy, start this season zero and one, and that I was like, boy was getting. I mean, loose. even almost I'm Tulsa. You. Even the Tulsa game, you're like ah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, oh my god! I don't know if you remember us talking about this on the podcast. I was like, okay, they almost lose to Tulsa. Uh-huh. That's a really, really bad look. 
But maybe Tulsa's quarterback is really good. I'm I'm not someone that's trying to, to provide excuses, but the way that quarterback looked, it looked like he could have been like the next Josh Allen. Not that he played like Josh Allen. I'm using the example of a kid from a small school that makes the yeah. Work. I yeah. watched Tulsa like two weeks later, and the quarterback was ass. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God. Is Ohio State's defense that bad? It was it bad. Was, it was, it that was bad. bad. It was bad. <laughs> it was, That's all I was like. I was like, ah, <laughs> man. To the end, it was that bad. I was like, man. All Tulsa had to, be, had to be was consistent for a whole game, and they won. Like, they win. <laughs> like, and Tulsa, oh, oh, my God. Every time Tulsa got into that bunch, they scored a touchdown. Bruh. <laughs> there'd, there'd be times I turn back, I'd be like, Tulsa in the red zone? Again? <laughs> Damn. Whole game. Whole game. Whole game. I was like, Damn. Oh, how stay slacking, slacking. Yeah, they they're bad. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it yeah, like Notre Dame might score a touchdown too, but then then like around the third quarter, they it'll should, turn it should, up. Yeah, and, Jackson yeah. Smith and Jacob is gonna have like a hundred yards in one quarter, and then it's yeah, it it it'll, it'll, it'll turn into it'll turn into the game yeah. we we expect. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my next question is: Can the linebackers cover tight ends? This no, I, I, we don't even have but... to speak on this. We don't have to speak on this much because I already explained why they can't even do that in the NFL. So, like, no, like, <laughs> you're right. Okay, let me reword it. Let me reword it. Can the linebackers stop the tight ends from having a career day? <laughs> okay, maybe. <laughs> can they stop them from ten touch ten not ten touchdowns, ten catches, two touchdowns, one hundred fifty yards, fifteen yards per carry, like four third down conversions? And, yeah. You know, like, can they stop that? Can they maybe. slow it down? Yeah. If yeah. They can do because the best player on the team is the tight end. Yeah. So if he and doesn't it, have a career and, and day, it might, if. It, it, you might see him get doubled a lot. Well, no, this is college, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see that type of scheming. So really don't know. Yeah, I don't see that type of scheming going on in college very often. Even at like Alabama and stuff, I don't see that happening often. Where they go, I'm gonna take that guy out out of the game for Notre Dame. I would. I do. I do. Need I to mean, mention, yeah. I do need to mention that it, while I would have picked this, no matter what. Notre Dame has experienced some injuries that makes this game a little less exciting. They lost their starting one of their starting offensive linemen. Still ranked five, huh? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, they lost mm-hmm. one of their starting offensive linemen and they lost their starting wide receiver. Still ranked five, huh? And mm-hmm. I'm not uh, the offensive lineman may be good. That receiver was not a top twenty-five receiver in the country. So now the rest of the receivers are even worse. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, even still if it. Five. I mean, even even if the lineman isn't that good, it's still a starting lineman. I think so, the lineman is like, actually pretty good, though. I don't remember. I don't know how good I'm it sure is, it is. Yeah. It's Notre Dame, but right. like at the end of the day, a, it's a starting offensive lineman. Yeah. yeah, and it better not be a tackle. I feel like it was. If it's a left tackle, oh, ooh, ooh. I don't know about left, but I do feel like it was. It was either it was one of the tackles or center, one of the really important positions. Not the signal caller. Yeah. Mm, see, I don't know about that. Yeah. So that does take a little shine out of a game that didn't have much shine, in my opinion, because I thought they were going to lose no matter what. Yeah. And I didn't like this game regardless. It's just, you know, number two versus five. Yeah. Week one. It's, it's yeah, just I guess. Like, it, it, it's just, it's gross. It's gross. Yeah. Uh, oh, I was wrong. <laughs> he was a guard. Not that that doesn't matter, because yeah, he was one of the best. He was one of the best uh, players. 
Right. Yeah, it's still be a, it's just still office um, alignment. Yeah. So okay. So any any oh my last question is Marvin Harrison Jr. ready for the spotlight? The real question is are any of the second wide right receivers because the one thing again I like to be realistic even as a fan I think that Ohio State's wide receivers are amazing. I know that they recruited great, but I've played football. I've watched football. I know that you don't always shine early just because of your recruiting rankings. I think Brian Hartline's the greatest wide receiver coach in the country, but still, that doesn't mean that your sophomores are going to be ready to jump in. That doesn't mean that your junior in Julian Fleming, who was the number one wide receiver in the country when he was recruited, but has dealt with injuries two years back-to-back, is going to be ready. So... I signaled Marvin Harrison Jr. out because he's the best one. He's the most ready that everyone keeps talking about. But the real question is, is there a second wide receiver that's ready week one? We know what Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to do. And realistically, because I don't think Notre Dame is that good, Jackson Smith and Jigba and Travion Henderson, the running back, can win this game. But you're not winning the national championship with one wide receiver. And you would like to see this receiver be ready week one. Fair enough. And ready doesn't mean 150 yards to touch them. Well, and I think it will because, again, I think the offense was their, their, the best thing about Ohio State last year. So I think – Absolutely. So I think – yeah, I think anybody on that offense will be ready. I'm more concerned about the defense than anything. Which is why this was my third question and not my first question. Yeah. But it's still – and maybe they're not for Notre Dame because Notre Dame is a good team. Maybe you don't see it till week two. But you would love to leave this game like, yeah, our number two wide receiver is legit. Like, he, he's there. He's he's good and not have to worry. Like, and I think, I think, that's, I think drops, that might be. It was a bunch of fumbles. Yeah, like, I think that question might be the, the easiest one to answer. I think that will be. I think yeah, that this one done. you can answer in, like, the first quarter. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I think it's I think that's going to be fine. Yeah, I agree. I just think it's an important question. I mean, really, if you're not going to ask all three questions about the defense, there's not that many questions. Like, yeah, because it's it's purely just will that defense look, even though, like, yeah, it's week one, so we know it's going to be shaky. Does it look like there there's going to be a bright side to it? Because even in the year, the end of the year, there was a point in time where like, oh, Ohio State defense might be turning around. And yeah. then they went against Michigan and was, was like, like oh, 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 never mind. That was fake. <laughs> Cause like so it's 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 something like that. I mean, will will they get ran all like what what will be the Kryptonite if there is one? Will they get ran over or will it get passed on? Yeah, and this is from fan boards, and I want to clarify, I'm not on message boards, but I'm on Twitter, where people feel like you need to tweet everything that happens on message boards, <laughs> uh, and supposedly Notre Dame fans or coaches or whatever are essentially saying that they want to be Michigan and Minnesota, and they want to run the ball 30, 40 times and test if Ohio State's run defense. And I, I, would I don't say blame that, him. I don't blame him. <laughs> I think that's not a great strategy. When like it's hard to strategize against a team that has a new defensive coordinator and a new staff because you just don't know. So if all right. you can do is game plan off of last year, that's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like, that's all I was saying. Like I, I'm not mad at that strategy whatsoever. Even even going outside of that game for Notre Dame to run the ball is probably their best option. To start the season and then just go from there. 
So, but I guess definitely against Ohio State, yeah, I would I would see what what that run defense is like. Absolutely. Any uh, final thoughts on this game? Um, no, nah, it's boring. Even though we we were able to talk about it for a minute, it's a boring game. Yeah, honestly, uh, it's it's just a hell. Even if Notre Dame was good for real, for real, like worth the number five, I still would be like, this is boring because it's Notre Dame Ohio State. But that's just I think me. if Notre Dame was worth the number five, I would be interested in the game. I, I still I think, think Ohio it, I think State would blow. Even if Notre Dame was worth it, I still think Ohio State would blow them out. That's fair. Especially, okay, if it was Notre Dame last year, like if, if they still had the same coaching staff, all of that kind of stuff, I would be interested. It's just, There's just too much going on, too much change, like we've already oh, said, no. that this really makes me not really feel like this is going to be what it's going to be. But in general, I've said this, and I and I live on this. I don't think Notre Dame has been a great recently. They're very much like Michigan, except last year's Michigan, where they beat all the teams they should, and they lose to the teams that they are equal or lesser than. Yeah, which is why Notre I don't Dame know. I didn't. I didn't pay attention to Notre Dame much last year, so I'm not yeah. sure. They were they were Michigan the year before. They, like I said, they win all the games they should. They lose the games of teams that are equal or better than them. Better, and that's yeah. why they don't have any national championships. But they always end up at 9 or 10 or 11 wins based on how easy their schedule is. Notre right. Dame is definitely going to take a step down if USC ever takes a step up. Because that's the other thing. One, they're playing in the ACC for half of their games. The ACC is hot garbage. Except oh, yeah. the years that they get like Clemson or something, the ACC is hot garbage. And then their other rivals right now are not good. Like USC has not been good, so that's an easy win. You know, right. Stanford is not good right now. They're not like they were when they had Jim Harbaugh and Andrew Luck. That's an easy win. Um, right. Army is always an easy win. Or Navy is right. everyone they play. Like, I don't even know why that's a rivalry. Like, so, Me neither. I really don't know either. Yeah, so if any of those teams like step up again, Notre Dame is gonna have an uphill battle. So, but I don't see that happening anytime soon. I mean, USC maybe. And I can't yeah. say I'm confident, but they will at least be better than they were. Like I can't say I'm confident that USC is gonna be a, a legitimate national title contender, but they can be Oklahoma under Lincoln Riley, which is yeah. better than what. You, Notre Dame has faced recently, which is a 10-11 win team that loses in the playoffs. Okay. Fair Instead enough. of a 7 win team, which is what they've been the last few years. Right. So. Right. Okay. So that's it. I hope you all enjoyed our week one preview. Uh, that's what it's going to be. That's what we're doing every single week. We're going to have questions. We're going to have comments. We're going to rant about some things that have nothing to do about the game. And then we're going <laughs> to get it. But hopefully... We hopefully you know we're doing. Hopefully you enjoy, you know. Hopefully you enjoy it. Right. So we're not going to stay on this next thing long because we already talked about it with Notre Dame, the AP rankings. Yeah. Um, Ohio State comes in at number two, Michigan at number eight, Michigan State at fifteen, Wisconsin at eight. That's weird. How's Minnesota, Iowa not there? I was just going to say it. I was just going to say Michigan State at fifteen, but those guys couldn't get in. Not even Purdue. That's so weird. Yeah. I, yeah, hey, bro, I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. So, so no Michigan State. Oh, I said no. I think I meant to put no Purdue here because hold on, is this right? Now I have to pull it up. Michigan State at fifteen is weird. That's really weird. Even <clears> Wisconsin <throat> at eighteen with Iowa. I, I, I just I don't know. 
I understand ranking Iowa, I mean, Wisconsin because they're Wisconsin. But then again, Iowa and Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, it is Michigan. State. It is. So there's so no Purdue that's supposed to say Purdue instead yeah. of Michigan State. So no Purdue, Minnesota, Iowa, Penn State. That's weird. That's weird. 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 At least Michigan three State of those should be ranked. Yeah, and then again, Michigan being eight, but Notre Dame being five. It's just weird. Yeah. It's just like, weird. if you didn't want to rank... What are they, it, I, it, they, they usually have reasonings for them, right? They I give a little... Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. Yeah. That's weird. That's just weird. I, but like, like, if again, you didn't want to rank... If you didn't want to rank Penn State because you were like, I think Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State are better, and I don't think that there's going to be four teams in the Big Ten East... That's top twenty five. Okay, but what about Minnesota, Iowa? Yeah, like with Purdue. What about those? Like, why there's only one? There's only one team in the West, but people are predicting. People are predicting. Not even us. People who get paid to do this are predicting Minnesota and Iowa to win the West. I don't know. Like don't people know. that that fans believe in and think know a lot about football, and sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Are predicting that, but they're not. Yeah, so I don't, I don't want to know. start this again because we'll run on yeah. this for twenty minutes, even though yeah. we already. I'm, gonna, I, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just let them beat them. I guess. Yeah, AP rankings are bad. That's weird. Okay, so good God, we're at an hour and nineteen minutes. This is the quickest we've ever gotten to the pit stop <laughs> in a while, at least. Don't get used to this. <laughs> don't get used to this. Okay, so we're gonna do a joint pit stop for this. Partially because we recorded two hours ago. So there's nothing that's sticking out because we just had this. So sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we're going to do a joint pit stop, but I actually think this is a good one. So I have a couple of questions I want to ask, and then we'll both answer. So first question, this is not necessarily about week one, just in general. Football is here. What are you most excited to see? Like, what are you most looking for? What have you been thinking about the last two or three weeks or last month? You're like, man, I just can't uh, wait for this thing or this. Out of all football. Whatever. Oh, yeah, because it's a pit stop. Honestly, you know what's crazy? I want to mm-hmm. see how Tyreek Hill and Tua are mm-hmm. in Miami. Bro, they are, they are, they are, they are hyping Tua, man. Hey, it's weird. I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing, but they. It came out of nowhere. It's coming out of nowhere. Cause like, I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. That that I'm excited to see. Also, Devontae Adams and Derek Carr. That oof. That's that's yeah. a that's a tandem right there. I like it because that, that, that used to be old tandem. Friend, friendship. No, like, they like, played together before in I college. Know, but do you like everyone you played with? I guess not. So they're yeah. best friends. Like, yeah, like it's not that they played together, they're best friends. Yeah. That's like I mean like it's just unexpected. The, actually, matter of fact, not even just that. The AFC West altogether, because that might be the the craziest division in NFL right now. You know what's funny? The Broncos may be the worst team in the West. Easily. Most people are predicting the Raiders. I'm predicting the Broncos. Even the Raiders are the West. best defense in that uh, division. How can they be the worst team? Is the char- Are the Chargers in the West? Yes, but I still uh, think the Raiders got a better defense. I think they did last year. I'm not sure they will this year because ah, the Chargers the Chargers right. added uh, Khalil Mack and uh, Bobby, oh, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. What's, what's Bobby Wagner? from? Yes, from the Seahawks. Yeah. Oh, okay. So fair enough. So, but yeah. still, I still wouldn't have the Raiders be the worst team out of the West. I wouldn't either. 
It's because nobody likes Derek favorite. Carr. And Derek Carr is a much better quarterback. He's a really good quarterback. He's it's really just his good. last name is Carr. People have never forgiven him for his brother flaming out. Yeah. And even then, I still blame half of that on the Texans. Yeah, but it's not like, yeah, like, come on. So, <laughs> it's it was an expansion team. They were new. Like, I, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. It's so, the same thing with uh with uh Peyton Manning and his father. Like he, they he played for the Saints, which was an expansion team, which was like at the time. So they were they were going to stink regardless. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I I Derek Carr's a really good quarterback. He's been one of the most consistent quarterbacks. Yes. He's he's one of the best. And now they're finally getting him too. weapons, Bruh. Right. So, yeah, I think. Also, I think, he's a great leader. Yeah, like, like I know that can be overhyped sometimes, mm-hmm. but I heard him speak, and I was ready to run through a wall for him. <laughs> like, um, do you remember last year? I don't remember his name, but maybe. Oh, I think it was Zay Jones. He remembers like an unrookie, like an undrafted or like a seventh round guy who just had a couple of great games, and they asked Derek Carr about it, and the the speech that he gave about him, and like he was just talking. He was like, "Anytime I need somebody," he's like, "I knew this was happening." Basically, like, anytime I need someone to 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 come uh, catch passes at five o'clock in the morning, he's there. He's consistent. He's in the, like just. All of this, and like you could tell, he was like really proud of him. And I'm like, this guy's everyone. You only hear bad things about Derek Carr, and this guy's a great guy. Yeah, I I don't get like, it. People I don't get play it. for him like that was, and then and then and then the they get a new coach, and people are asking if they should trade him. Are you dumb? Like he's like, been, he's had, he's had, he's had. I think three head coaches, four or five. Offensive yeah. coordinators, he's had injuries, but in those years when he's playing, he's good. Like he, I think yeah. he's had one or two bad seasons, and that was to start his career. Like, Other than sure. that, he's been all right. Yeah, like sure, he's not Patrick Mahomes. That's fine. He's not Aaron Rodgers, whatever. But he is a top he's, he's quarterback. Close. Yeah, I would still... take him. I would, I would take him on the coach any day of the week. I tell you he right now. Like five if, here, here's my thing. You know, right now, I'll tell you this right now, and I, I, it might be controversial. I would take Derek Carr over Russell Wilson today. Yes. Yes. Actually, over the past three, past three years, I would absolutely. take Derek Carr over Russell Wilson. So, absolutely. That's how I look at it. But Russ had his run for a little bit. And here's the thing with Russ. How, how much Russ of is, that was that defense, man? How much mm, was that the Legion of Boom? Streets are talking. Because everyone likes to talk about the play call for that interception. And, and, and Marshawn Lynch. Everyone likes to talk about the play call for that interception, but mm-hmm. rushed through it to a guy that was not open. He wasn't. It no was double covered. the play call, he it threw it to a du- guy who was not open, and he should have had responsibility to be able to check out of that when he saw what was happening. Or th- it was first down, I think. At throw it out of bounds. Second, throw it out of bounds. Throw it out of bounds. Throw it out of bounds. So... Yep. You know, streets are talking. I definitely mm-hmm. agree. Like that's probably controversial, but I definitely agree. I think people. I think people like to make. Uh, again, I think Russell Wilson is a little overhyped, but that's just me. That's that's just me. yeah. I think he was a little. He's been a little overhyped. He's good, but I don't just. I don't think he's. He hasn't been consistent enough in the past few years to get still get the attention he gets. Like for when when people when Denver traded for him and everybody was like, "Oh, Denver's in the mix now." I was like, "No, are they?" I was like, "Are he, they though?" Here's the, here's the thing. I was like, "Here's a good chance he could be terrible to finish the season, like and just like retire. how he always is, and and go retire and be serious." Because yeah. like because he, he's been that he'll be really good and then be bad to end the season. So yep, for the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I. Yeah. I'm excited to see the West, but that's about it. 
Uh, I think there's a couple things I'm excited for. I'm excited for the Bills. Um, I just think they're fun to watch. Josh Allison, fun. I to told watch. you, I, they're but watching also, the Super Bowl this year. I hear that, but the other reason why I'm excited for them is because think about it. At the team with the expectations almost never does it, and so I want to see if they can survive under the hype machine. And mm-hmm. the hype is real. They have yeah, the best roster. Good. They, got, they, they got good. defense. They, they got offense. Yep. And they've gotten better. Like they're legit. They're not overhyped. Yeah. But the pressure still gets to you, and the AFC is not easy. So I'm excited to watch them. Um, I'm excited to watch Justin Fields. I think he's gotten okay. better and better, and I think the Bears are get, not giving him a chance at all. Because and it's because the Bears last year and the two years before were such poorly run that the new um uh, the new GM and stuff had no choice but to tear it down. They had to tear it down, but that's hard for Justin Fields. So I don't think the Bears are going to be good. But I just want to see and hopefully I'm, hear okay. good things about him that show. Like I hope that he solidifies himself as the guy where he goes in the next year and there's no more questions about him. It's just like, he's the guy now can the bears build around him? I, I, uh, that's fair. Um, you brought, you brought up the, uh, the North, the NFC North. I'm praying on that guy in green Bay's downfall. (laughs) I am. I am. I hope they don't make the playoffs. I just don't like him at all. Nope. I hope they don't make the playoffs. I hope I I hope they miss the playoffs like crazy. Yeah, for sure. Or if they do miss the or if they do make the playoffs, they lose to San Fran, even though they don't even have Jimmy G anymore. They just still lose to San Fran. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm excited for pass rushers in the NFL. Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa. I really I'm not a Browns fan. I hate to say this. My boy going for back to back defensive player of the years. Um I'm excited to watch him play, although I don't like the Steelers. I really want to see if this is the year for Miles Garrett. Um, J- Chase Young, when he comes back, there, there's a lot of really good young pass rushers. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Really, really excited for that. Um, and then the last thing I'm excited this for. This the first year is them being called the Commanders, right? Or that was last year? No, it was this year. Is this uh, year? Okay. Yeah. The, and then the last thing that I'm excited for, there's a lot of things, but the last thing I'm going to say, so we're not here forever. Um, I'm ex- And I hate to say this because I genuinely don't like watching them play. I'm excited to watch Will Anderson play. Like, I'm going to have to watch Alabama games, and I don't like watching Alabama games, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> um, but Will Anderson is so good. He's yeah. so good. I Like, he's so good. I, I can't not watch him play. Okay. Um, I mean, you brought it up. That's still team attention to outside of the Big Ten. So that's the next question anyway. So yeah, yeah, but they're not the answer. Oh. I'm, I'm, they're not my answer. I'm oh, watching okay. him. They're, Fair they're enough. not the team. Uh, Man, I, don't get, I don't care about them. Um, <laughs> my, well, so to move to, that's to one of my to, answers. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so the next question is, what team will you pay the most attention to outside the Big Ten? So one of one of your answers is Alabama. Do you have another one? Kent State, of course, and that's what we're gonna be talking Obviously. about. With, yeah, um, um, Oklahoma, because I want to see if they'll be terrible in Texas. Damn, you have a lot of the ones that I so I'm I'm hate watching Clemson. 
That's fair, saying. I, I can't. Oh, wait oh, I might not watch him. I might not watch him, but I might. I'll look at the score. I'm watching because I need to see DJ play bad. So, oh. <laughs> and I need like the new defensive coordinator who's never been a defensive coordinator or was an off field coach to just be terrible. Like I'm. Hate oh, oh, this is beautiful. Too. I might hate watch him too because then they uh, might get they might get beat up on yeah. on defense. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'm watching, uh, and they have the best. They have an amazing defensive line. But if the defensive coordinator is bad, that's only going to get them yeah. so far. Right. Um, I'm watching Oklahoma. I won't go as far to say I'm hate watching Oklahoma, but I'm close. I just, I just want to uh, see how if they will how terrible they will be because I did. Did you, I, did you see that they tried to slide under the table? Their coach saying the n word. They dropped no. that at eleven thirty at night. No. Yeah, he they fired him slash he resigned. But yeah, they tried to drop that at like eleven thirty at night that he wasn't Oklahoma? gonna be there anymore. Yeah, that he wasn't gonna. Be the there dude anymore. that took over. For... No, 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 no. One of the assistant coaches. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, not him. Oh, um, uh, yeah, not him. We would have talked about it if it was the head coach. I was talking about uh, what? Yeah, suppose and, and and this is what the dude said, right? Uh, he said, "One of my players." Wasn't paying attention. So I went to his tablet and read off what was on his tablet. And I read everything, including a word that I should not have said. That's so stupid. I can believe it. I can't. (laughs) Yeah, it's so dumb. I can believe it. Because, well, so then there were other reports that came out that said he said it multiple times. Oh, of course there were. Yeah, and then, and, 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 but like, no, duh. Like, he probably like, uses that shit like parsley. Like, 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 what is this, the anchor man? Like, you couldn't read it and not see it. Yeah, nah, <laughs> you couldn't nah. read it and say that's one of his sentences and answers. N word, not gonna say that one. Dot dot. Like, just read the rest. Like, yeah. So, um, but the teams I'm actually gonna be watching and like paying attention to and not hate watching, paying attention to NC State. I think that this should be a good year for them. And I'm really hoping that they win the ACC. That Devin Leary is a pretty solid quarterback. Um, I'm paying attention to Utah um, to see okay. if they can build on last year. And if they build on last year, because for the team that's not like Ohio State, Alabama, that kind of stuff, you really have to do it twice to get really good consideration for the playoffs. If they can win 10, Ooh, they Cincinnati. Can win 10 11 games, um, paying attention to Utah, always Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, Maybe Miami, not as much as the no. other one, but I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> interested to see what they're doing with their quarterback. No, you know, uh, you will not fool me again. No, no, sir. No, yeah, no. Mm-mm. I'm not saying they're gonna be good. I'm just gonna be paying attention. Like, at least no, I'm not even gonna games. give them the energy. I okay, don't care fair. anymore. That's fair. You, that's fair. I used to be a big fan of the U. They've lost me. Okay, that's fair. And then obviously, like you said, Texas, especially because Quinn Ewers is supposedly starting now. So yeah, uh, that's going to be interesting. So last question, had to get it in there, had to throw it in there. Can Kent State do it again? Can they, and by do it again, if you don't pay attention to Kent State or weren't listening last year, Kent State for the first time, possibly ever, but at least in a very long time, made it to the MAC championship game. Uh, I want to say my friend went to 2012. I think the last time might have been 2012. Oh, they made it to the MAC championship with the Archery year? Yeah, I think so. If I'm not mistaken, I have to look that up, but I think they did make it that year. This is disgusting. They were seven and seven, six and two in the MAC. Ooh, that's how, I think that's they can do many, that again. That's how. I just, that's how I just, many, I'm just saying that's how many buy games that they have. But they that's can go nasty. six and two in conference and only end up at seven and seven. 
that's crazy. They really they they why why we why we get bullied so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. So I think they can. You going to a uh, homecoming this year? Yeah, most likely. I should be there. Uh, I don't know if I'm going this year. That's but we'll fair. see. Yeah. What so, is that next? That's in two months for real. August first. <laughs> August first. How could it be August first if today's the October first? October first. October first. Are you serious? It's the same homecoming weekend. Game? It's the same weekend as last year. It's October first. Damn. So that's right. early. That's early. But yeah. on a like, I'm not. You know, I mean, I'm not like a super super sentimental person. But on like a light sentimental thing, it's actually kind of cool because me and Zarya got together on the second. So we went last Ugh. year. And so it's like we're spending, you know, our anniversary in camp. Where we I know, right? Gross. 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 I know. Uh, you know, Ew. scratch it from the record. Get your happiness <laughs> off my podcast. <laughs> <No. laughs> but, I mean, but I mean, listen, this year would be eight years. Jeez, man. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's, it's early, but like it is like a like a cool little like occurrence that kind of happens. Yeah. For, Damn, for, for people that care about that kind of stuff. No wonder yeah. why you yeah. You sure you what are you doing? You still moving kind of fast. I don't know. <laughs> Eight years is too fast. I mean <laughs> I don't know, man. You sure you don't want to take take your time, still think it over? <laughs> <laughs> she is going to kill me. <laughs> oh God, I won't tell her about this one. I had to tell her about the last she, one. <laughs> she, that was funny. She because I completely forgot I said it, and she was like, "We got beef." I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, <laughs> That's oh, she's gonna kill me. Oh um, man. Okay. So, um, so Kent State last year. They had the number two offense in the MAC, number one rush, number two scoring offense in the MAC, number one rushing, number five passing, first total. Their defense was not good though. Their defense I believe was, it uh, was 11, 10, 12, and twelve in the MAC. I don't know how many teams are in the are in the MAC, but there's not that many more than twelve. Um, I think it's it's I think it legitimately is 12. twelve. I do yeah. think it is twelve. Yeah, um, all of their defensive metrics were in the one hundred. So. Ugh. Not good. Amazing not good. offense. Yeah. Not good. Uh, someone has is project, projecting them to go um, six and six. That's what they're projecting uh, in Athens. Okay. Which is third straight bowl game. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Five and three. Will we win that bowl game is my question. Yes, that's that is a that is a good one. Yeah. Um, Wyoming just had a crazy offense. That shit was crazy. Like we talked yeah. about it last episode. Um. And Kent played good, but Wyoming's offense was having a day. Um, so one of the biggest things with Kent is they lose Dustin Crum, who is like literally running around in preseason making plays for the freaking Chiefs. Like of obviously course. that's not a quarterback competition, but like he looks good. Like he may earn himself a backup job, which coming from Kent State, that's exactly that's good. like that's, that's usually that's pretty much what you wanted to do. Could you imagine him being a ten year backup in Kansas City? Patrick Mahomes, you might, you might get two. You might, yeah, you might get two, a ring three or two. Rings, yeah. a couple million dollars. Like that's the freaking life. Playing the preseason, you know, playing the games yeah. if you have to sit them down because they they solidified their place in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, he's living a great life if that happens, and I hope he it's almost like roster. playing closer. Literally, <laughs> I, I I hope he I hope he makes the roster. Yeah. So they're losing Dustin Crum. But uh, their new quarterback, Colin Schley, 
is a junior. He let's see, he six three two eighteen. Supposedly has a strong arm, tremendous athleticism. That's what they say in Athlon. Never seen him play because obviously he wasn't playing because of you know uh, um, Dustin Crumb. One thing I do hope is he's a better passer than Crumb. Crumb was a great runner, but especially in that MAC championship game, he just missed so many wide receivers. Yeah. Um, yeah. They bring back Marquez Cooper, who is a thousand, a twelve hundred yard rusher, and nice. Xavier Williams, who had eight hundred yards rushing. Uh, they bring back Dante Cephas, who was um, Kent State's <laughs> first. So, I yeah, I remember him because I remember bringing that up to my uh my ex. So so his name is a combination of my name and then uh-huh. my father's name, and Ooh. I thought that was hilarious. What is your dad's name? Cephas. Oh, oh, that's actually just Cephas. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, he was the first thousand yard receiver in, in Kent State since nineteen ninety seven. Oh wow! When they bring back three oh, stars wow. on the offensive line. So yeah, I think we can. I think we can. Replacing the quarterback is going to be the biggest thing. That's going to be the hardest thing. But mm. they have the running backs. They have the wide receiver. They have the offensive line. That's a yeah, really good fine. start. The yeah. biggest thing is can they make their defense better? And they have to. And I know that's been a big problem for Kent State since I've known about them. Is that yeah. like it, they don't have don't quite got it on defense. I think I think we I think we'll still be good enough to pull it off. I think we could. I don't know. I think we still might lose the MAC championship game. Uh, it depends on who's actually. Yeah, we might. It's well. Hold on. I need to see. I need to. I need to look at the divisions. So okay. So the reason why we're not projected to win the MAC is because Miami of Ohio is supposed to be really really good this year. Yeah. Yeah. And their starting quarterback is. Um, Brett Gabbert, Lane, uh, Lane Gabbert's little brother. Yeah. He's yeah. supposed to be really, really good. So that I think that Miami Kent State game, whenever they gonna whenever they play, is going to determine the winner. Yeah, and I can believe that. And I already I remember people were talking about Miami turning it around next year and Kent yeah. should still be good. I think I think we'll be good, but I don't know if we'll make it to the Mac Championship game, sadly. Yeah. And so that, then the answer to that question is that they can't do it again. Yeah. But if they can at least get the bowl eligibility. Yeah, I think they'll do that easily. I, mean, I think they'll be able to pull I mean, that getting, off. Getting Kent to bowl eligibility three straight seasons is an amazing Goodbye job. to that coach. He's like, going to be I gone can't. then. <laughs> He's going to find another job then. Uh, so in the final analysis, this gives me some 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 confidence. The first thing they say is expect Slee to put up huge numbers as a first year starter in the up tempo system. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll but see. they this. Oh Listen to the non conference schedule. Washington. Uh huh. Oklahoma. Yeah. Georgia. <laughs> what the fuck? Why do I play those? Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. They're trying to get a new stadium. <laughs> they're trying to get a new field. Oklahoma and Georgia. That's crazy. So the one thing, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm not ready to predict it. The one thing people are saying, though, is that they think Kent State can upset Washington. I mean. And for the millionth time. Kent State is best at running. Running translates. Yeah. Washington has was really bad last year. The coach got fired for punches to play on the sidelines, and they have a first. Oh, yeah. They have a new head coach. So, 
Well, it's yeah. not going to be easy, but Washington is not the Washington of old. If right. Kansas State's running game is kicking, and if the quarterback is what they say they are, they could upset. Not going to predict it. But if they upset, they're definitely making a bowl game. Yeah. Yeah, because that's it. They, you could lose to Georgia and Oklahoma big time. Because if you start games. the season 2-2, two and two, you win Washington and you win LIU, who is probably some – HBCU or a Division Two team or something like that, then right. you just need to win four out of eight games in the MAC, and you can do that. Oh, you could do that. They're going to win six. So, yeah. So, uh, that's that's all I have. That's our pit Same. stop. You have yep. anything? Any any final thoughts? That's all I have, man. All Football's right, so, coming. Uh, I'm ready. So as all, we still made an hour for you. Damn. We said a short episode. Didn't happen. Yeah. It's shorter um, than our last one. <laughs> this is true. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Again, we recorded this eight days earlier than when it drops. So if some of this is a little outdated because we hear some news, you know why. Um, the Giants' that, backup quarterback they got in right now look like Aaron Rodgers. That's crazy. I kept <laughs> confusing the shit out of me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, as always, thank you for listening. We're here with football. The next time you hear from us, we'll be recapping real live games yes sir it's lit thank you for listening as always and we'll talk to you next week